Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Thursday Review on Elite, where Elite Ice Hockey League matters are what we do. We're just a couple of days away until the Viaplay Elite League Playoff Finals weekend, and all eyes are on Nottingham's Motorpoint Arena for the showpiece event in the UK ice hockey calendar. Belfast Giants, Cardiff Devils, Nottingham Panthers and Sheffield Steelers are the last four standing, and we're looking ahead to what may transpire in an always entertaining weekend. To help me look at the four teams, I enlisted the help of Coventry Blaze coach Danny Stewart to give me the lowdown on the quartet. You're listening to the Thursday Preview on Elite. Welcome to Elite, Danny. The playoff weekend is upon us and you'll always say you'd rather be there and be involved with your team, of course, but how much do you enjoy it as an event? Uh, being completely honest, it's, uh, it is, it, I mean, the event in itself, hockey aside, yes, it's, it's very, very good and it's, it's, it's well organized and, and a special time. It's just, you know, I think now the amount of times, I mean, I've been there six times as a coach and a player involved in it, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, the last several years, we haven't been able to get there. So um, I think every year I go, it gets less and less enjoyable. <laughs> and of course, it was another near miss for you guys at the weekend, Coventry Blaze. You lost over the, the two legs to Cardiff Devils last week. Just quickly, what are your reflections on those two games as you look back on them a few days on? Well, well sat- Saturday, we just simply let ourselves down as a group. Um, whether it was nerves, whether it was... I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think I'll be still scratching my head uh, a few months from now. And we just, we were so uncharacteristic in, in the mistakes that we made, the opportunities we gave up. And and on top of that, Cardiff played a really good game. They came into our rink with a great game plan and they they executed. But at the same time, they, they just competed and battled a little bit more than we did for whatever reason. And that, that was really unlike our team this year. And, um, you know, credit to our guys the next night. We played one of our better games on Sunday bounce back and you know we we got two nil up there to pull it back the aggregate back to within two and and bouncy made some phenomenal saves um to keep them at bay and I, I just wonder if we had gotten that next one to pull within one if we might have might have forced them into some bad bad mistakes but uh look you can only wonder why and uh at the end of the day it, it was a disappointing end to a very very good season um, I know in, in the UK, we get caught up in the standings and the placement, but to, to have 72 points 
in how tough of a league it was this year is, a, is an achievement in itself. Yes. So we're going to look ahead to the playoff weekend. Um, four teams are left. Cardiff Devils, Nottingham Panthers, Sheffield Steelers and Belfast all involved. And two interesting semi-finals coming up. Belfast taking on Nottingham, the first game on Saturday, and then Sheffield against Cardiff on Sunday. Both winners, both winners playing each other on Sunday. We'll look at each team as we go, Danny. We'll start with Belfast, who managed to scrape through the two-leg quarter-final with Glasgow. And they were certainly made to work for their spot. How much will that have reminded them that their season's work isn't quite over yet? I, th- I think I think every team needs a, a a kick in the butt every once in a while, you know, and uh, you know it, it might just do. And, and you know, I, I heard Kiefer talk about it in an interview, and um, I've been there as a player when you, when you win that championship, and you know there is a little bit of a come down effect because you 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 know when you're when you're challenging for the for the top, you're 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 essentially playing playoff hockey since you know, December, January, and it's, 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 it's a grind. It's stressful. And and then when you win that championship, there's just that release. And then, and then you got to pick yourself back up and get going again. So, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't watched the games between Belfast and Glasgow, so I don't want to take anything away from Glasgow and how they performed. It sounds like they played very good hockey and, and pushed, uh, pushed Belfast, but um, yeah, I think it'll certainly be a wake up call for Belfast, but at the same time, you know, they're a team, their, their goal is to win championships. They know, they know what's at stake. They they're an experienced team. They've got a lot of returning guys from, you know, a double last season and they know what it is. I mean, last year, you know, we gave them the scare. It came down to a shootout and, um, you know, they went into, into the playoff weekend and maybe weren't at their best. So, um, you know, I think there'll be a little bit of, of uh, revenge they're seeking this this time around to, and you know what, a chance to win the Grand Slam as well. Well, you were part of a, a very successful Coventry team. You just missed out in the Grand Slam team the, the year before. What do you think does it does it take to win a Grand Slam? Well, obviously it take it takes staying healthy. That's a big thing in this league. Um, you know, one, you know, you go into one of these quarterfinals or semifinals with a few bodies down that could make the difference, but. Uh, you know, you, you got to have a special group. You have to have it. Obviously, the quality's got to be there right from the goalie out, the depth. Um, but like I said, staying healthy is key. And then, you know, I think it's 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 that focus and that drive. Um, you know, you get to this point, it's there's a lot of things that can happen that are out of your control. You know, bad calls, you know, you, you run into a hot goalie or, you know, maybe your goalie doesn't have a good game. So I think the concentration, the consistency and the focus is is big to to win a Grand Slam. I mean, it's it's very, very difficult to do. And I, I suppose it's not a stretch to, to suggest that the Giants will be the team to beat this year. They are the league champions. You know, I think there might be some feeling in some people's minds. You beat the Giants, you might even go on and win it. I, I absolutely they they've got to be labeled the favorites. I I know I know Cardiff are the are the defending playoff champions. You know consecutive years here and um, but you know Belfast I think since Christmas onward and you know especially when they added Besco, um, they've just found another level and they've they've been the best team in the league the last several months and um they they've got to be the favorites for sure. But as I said, want these one off games anything's possible. Um, you know you, maybe the legs aren't there. Or, you know, like I said, bad call or you run into a hot goalie or, you know what, you just, bad bounces, bad luck. You never know. And in one game, anything's possible. 
as I said, they do take on Nottingham on Saturday in that first semi-final. Nottingham came into the, the, the playoff process seeded in seventh, so they've not had a good season by their standards. Um, you would maybe even go so far as to suggest they may be underdogs this weekend. Maybe that's a little bit harsh. But then there's the Corey Nielsen effect, isn't there, Danny? You know, you've been up against Corey many times through the years. How much of, a, of an effect can that have on this Panthers team over this weekend? Well, I mean, he's certainly been there enough times and, and done it, right? So he has that experience. I think he knows what to expect. He can he can definitely prepare those guys um, for, for what to expect. And um, look, I, I know by Nottingham Panthers standards, it was a very poor season, um, not just the placement, but again, the point tally. But, uh, you know, we, we played them quite a bit here in the last month or two. Um, I think two months we played them four times and, and there's step, there's definitely some good pieces there. They've, they've got, you know, some, some good skill up front. I know they've struggled to score goals surprisingly, but they've got some really good talent up front. And, you know, once they got Jones, they solidified their goal, goaltending. And, you know, I don't know what their back end situations looking like. I know they were, you know, had a couple guys injured in the quarterfinals, but, uh, you know, there's definitely enough pieces there that if they play well and, and they'll have to be at the top of their game to, to to beat Belfast, but there's certainly enough there that if they are at their best, they, they could pull an upset. It was probably the shock of the quarterfinals, the fact that Panthers beat the Flames, who have been excellent all season, the Guildford Flames. So, you know, when you, when you weigh that up into consideration, it just taps on what you say there about the talent they've got at their disposal. Yeah, and you know, I I don't think anyone would have expected them to to get through Guildford after the season they had, but I think Guildford, similar to us, just one one bad night at the office, and it, you know, it, it hurts you, especially in an aggregate. And um, you know, I think Nottingham, you know, to be able to be, if they can beat Guildford, then obviously they have the ability to beat somebody else in a one game. So anything's possible, absolutely. What would be the key, do you think, to, to the Panthers overcoming the Giants? They've beaten them three times in their eight meetings this season, so they can do it. Where do you think is the key for them? Well, I think they gotta they got to try and play with the puck as much as they can. Um, you know, Belfast is a team. They get the puck. They go north, and, you know, they send four or five guys sometimes, and they've got depth. They've got offense. And, you know, you got to limit your mistakes with the puck. They, you know, they they got to buy into to playing smart hockey and, and go after. I don't think they can afford to sit back. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, they got to value when they have possession. Um, and, and they've got to try and force Belfast to defend because the more you give Belfast the puck and the more they're playing with the puck, the more confidence they get, the more looks they get. They're a tough team. And like I said, they come at you wave after wave with – Arguably three first lines. So, you know, the, the talent and the ability to, to have that end product on the ice at all times is key. So, yeah, no, I think their puck management will be massively important in, in their success. So Sheffield and Cardiff is the other semi-final. This one's quite close to call, I think. But for the Steelers, two of their players are retiring after the weekend. Jonathan Phillips and Brendan Connolly are both hanging the skates up. They're going to want to win the competition for these guys, of course. So how much can emotion play a part in what Sheffield Steelers do this weekend? I, I think when you get to this point, emotion plays a part, whether it's, you know, for Jono and and, and, and Connolly, like you said, I mean, that maybe adds an element to it. Um, but some, you know, sometimes if, if you're too emotional and the brain's not switched on, it can work against you, right? So I think it's having that even keel. I think both clubs have enough experience there that they know what to expect in these games and the pressure won't get to them. Um, 
I think, yeah, you're right. Tough, tough to call between the two teams. I know they've had a lot of close games against one another this year. I think certainly maybe a situation that might come down to goaltending um, and, and whoever makes that extra play, I think, you know, it's cliche special teams will obviously play a key and you could say that with every game and every series, but I think whoever's top players maybe play the best between the two clubs and, and, and goaltending as well, I think will be the difference there. I mean, both teams have, you know, a good amount of firepower. They're both balanced in, in depth and they both got good goaltending. So, you know, on the night who who's going to perform the best and maybe make that extra play to, to make the difference. Now, some would regard, and I suppose this goes for Cardiff as well, that their seasons maybe can be seen as underachieving because of where they finished in the league and the fact they finished a little bit off Belfast in the end up. Expectations are going to be high for both teams. So how much pressure is on both of them to at least try and deliver the silverware this weekend? Well, I I think I think the, the, the amount of pressure that the clubs put on themselves um, adds to the pressure. Um, fan bases, I think the way the league's set up, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's crazy um, that you can, you know, Cardiff, I think they were just, just below or just around 70% winning percentage this year. And it's seen as a, as a disappointing season because they haven't hoisted a trophy. Um, you know, it, it'd be like saying that the Carolina hurricanes have had a poor year because they don't have a good a record as the Boston Bruins. I, I just, but that that's, you know, that's the pressure, I guess, of the league and the fans and the social media and maybe some sometimes what the, the club puts on themselves. But, um, you know, there there is a, an element of pressure with those so-called big clubs that, you know, they're 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 playing for trophies as is, as we all are. Um, maybe we just don't shout shout about it as much or um, into the public eye and, you know, demand it. But, uh, you know, it's it, there's obviously some pressure there. And, you know, I think both clubs expect to win trophies at the sp- at the start of the year. They don't just, you know, strive for it. And, um, you know, with us getting to the last trophy here and neither of them with one, then, yeah, that, that pressure adds and builds up. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of experience in that Cardiff team. They brought back a lot of the guys that helped them win those playoffs last year. Plus you add the fact Ben Bounds came back, Joey Martin came back as well. That's going to be huge for them coming into this weekend too. Yeah, Mass, I, I, you know, we spoke about our series with them earlier and, you know, potentially that's something that was the difference on the Saturday. Maybe our guys were a little bit more nervous. You know, we've only had, you know, five guys returning from last year's team that played in the quarterfinals and almost got there. And they had, I think, you know, 15 guys that have either been there last year, playoff championship team or years before. So um, that experience is massive, you know, especially when, you know, may, like we talked about, you know, bad bounce or, you know, an early goal by the other team, you know, you got those older heads that have been there before they can, they can settle the ship and, and get back to their game and not let it affect them as much. And, you know, you can easily have a bad 10 minutes and two, three go past you and it's tough to recover. We've seen that many times in years previous. I remember, you know, even Coventry back before I came back as a coach with Chuck and the, the year they won it and they, you know, Cardiff was the heavy favorite and they stormed them there with, you know, three, four goals. The next thing you know, they went on to win something like seven, nothing. I can't remember the score exactly. So um, it, it can go south in a hurry. So I think having that experience and those older heads certainly helps. Right. I'm going to ask you to put your head on the block here, Danny. Who's going to go through and who's going to win it? Uh, Belfast. That's, that's my, uh, that's my hockey head. That's what I, that I feel from what I've seen. Like I said, I think, um, most of the season they've been the best team other than you know Guilford the first couple months were 
we're, we're probably the best team. And, um, but I think, you know, Belfast found another level once they settled in from champions league and, and then adding Besko Ruani has, has put them over the edge. So, um, my pick's got to be Belfast, but my pick was Belfast last year and I was proven wrong. So <laughs> like I said, anything can happen in these one-off games. Just a couple of quick things before we go, Danny. Obviously, your season's by, but like you, like many coaches, you'll already be looking ahead to, to next season. How are the early preparations going as you as you start to look ahead to September? Yeah, well, we, I, you know, I haven't wasted any time. Um, next day, you know, <laughs> my, my wife wasn't overly thrilled by it, but, you know, I was already working the next day and... And and it won't be like that the whole summer. I'm not I'm not suggesting that there will be a time to take a break. But uh, you know, we we certainly want to prioritize meeting with all of our guys before they head off here and um and trying to retain as much of this core as we possibly can. And sometimes that's difficult for us because in when we're recruiting, we're trying to find guys on value that we think have upside that could be, you know, better than what we're paying them. And when you get recruiting right and you get a lot of them right, you know, you have a good season, then all of them naturally want a little bit of a bump. So it's tough to retain all of them, um, you know, with our budget. So we, you know, we're just trying to prioritize and, and talk to all of them, see what they're thinking, you know, what, what, what interests we have from our end and, and trying to retain as much of the core as we possibly can within, within reason. So that's our priority. And then once we, you know, get through that and kind of, have an idea what we what holes we need to fill then we'll, we'll start looking towards that as well so um yeah I, I think immediately here just you know trying to trying to talk to all our guys before they go and a big day coming for you in the summer saturday the first of july your testimonial night you've been uh, honored with that something to, to look forward to we've seen various posts about it in the build-up with former players coming and, and what have you and we'll get you back on near the time to reflect a bit more on your, your time with coventry but how are preparations going for that as well i dare say it's uh, been quite full on with that too yeah okay obviously I, you know my committee's has done a, a lot more work than i have that's for sure um, that have helped me out and, you know, Craig and Laura Summerton, James Pease and Sally Mayers and, you know, I've got the wife's involved in that as well, Cheryl Brooks. So many, many good people helping out with that. And um, there'll be many more once we, now that we're into the off season, a lot of volunteers have, have offered their, th- themselves to, to help as well. So um, I think during the season, it was tough managing. I, I, I wanted to make it clear that play stuff was the priority and it's a big reason why we decided to, to have it in the summer. So it didn't clash and, you know, you know, I'd rather be playing now, but now that that our season's over, we can we can put a little more focus on it. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm probably the biggest thing that for me is, you know, I'm not naturally a guy that likes the limelight or you know any you know credit in that way. And I think the biggest thing I'm excited about is not the recognition; it's actually the old guy, older guys coming back and and getting everyone back together again. You know, there was a lot of good times in Coventry, and um, I'm excited for that. <laughs> That's it for this latest episode and a huge thanks to Coventry Blades head coach Danny Stewart for his time and his insight. There are more episodes to come including Belfast Giants David Goodwin who will give us the latest with Adam Keefside ahead of a big weekend for them. Plus, if you haven't heard them already, Luke James from British Ice Hockey looks back on the quarterfinals in the Monday Review, while Glasgow clans Craig Peacock and Sheffield Steelers Jonathan Phillips joined us to discuss retirement, plus Matt Ginn of Manchester Storm took us through his first season in charge at the Storm Shelter. Those are available to download right now. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Elite IH and like Elite Podcast on Facebook. Also, subscribe and download now from your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Amazon and Apple, and new episodes will drop as and when they're ready. 
Thank you for listening, and I'll be back for the next episode of the only podcast dedicated to the Elite Ice Hockey League. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.